Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice, Adam's leaving. To the line, Hughes scores! You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in and Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season at ZephyrEpic.com. That will get you $5 off your order. There's a lot of good stuff going on at Zephyr Epic right now. That Black Friday sale, very nice. Go check it out, ZephyrEpic.com, Z-E-P-H-Y-R, Epic on all platforms. You can check them out on Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those fun social media apps. You can do all that. They ship free anywhere in Canada on orders over $50. From Fort McMurray to Fredericton, they ship free. Fredericton? What did I say? Fredericton. Did I did I emphasize the Rickton? I don't know what you emphasized there, but I don't think that was how you did it correctly. It's but you did get two cities that start with an F. That's what good. did I say? Frederick I, Fredericton. Did I? Wow. That's because I just read it. Wow. That's tough. Fredericton. There you go. Anyway, regardless, we're capital also delivered. Fredericton, uh, capital city. Yeah, it is. Fredericton, uh, Nova Scotia. No, Halifax is the capital there. What's the Fredericton? Newfoundland and Labrador. No, I don't think no, so. No, that's St. John's. Yeah. 
We're gonna have Fredericton. Uh, it's not uh, New Brunswick. It, yeah, it is. Is it? It's something new. Might be New Brunswick. One of those new places. Maybe. I want to know what happened to the old Brunswick. Well, that's a that's back east. That's out in England. Oh, that makes sense. Maybe. Oh, that's why they call it New England. There you go. Wow, what this a is, show. We're gonna have to yeah, we're just gonna have to delete this. This is like an indictment on no, both just of our Let IQs. it run. Well, people are gonna think we're really dumb. Yeah, but we need time to there's I don't want to talk about the team. The team's being really dumb right now. Let's just rather have us be dumb. New Brunswick, Fredericton, New Brunswick. Wow. It's the capital city of New Brunswick. In my defense, it's really early. We're yep. recording this really early on yeah, Saturday. Early. I had a seven hundred and ten milliliter monster before I got here. I'm drinking an extra large coffee what right now. I got so much work to did you do uh DoorDash yet? No, okay, we're delivered cool, to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word. That will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Go ahead and use it, CONVODD. So I had a monster this morning, a big old one. You know those the big, huge cans with the lids? Yes. Had one of those this morning about 9.30 in the morning. You know how much I got so much work to do today? I it's like the end of the semester for school. I got like at least eight to ten hours worth of homework. And here we are talking about the Vancouver Canucks who have lost seven games in regulation in their past eight. They've outshot the opponents in those eight games, but they've been outscored 14 to 34. Wow, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe we could try and tiptoe around the Canucks because, like, what is there to talk about with the Canucks right now? It almost feels weird to be doing a podcast right now because, like, our poll question, we'll get to it. Everything right now is just about so when is Travis getting fired? Yeah. And when is Jim going to not have any more free reign with the team? Right? Like, it's weird to cover this team right now because these are guys that. And, and Travis especially, these are guys that we like interact with on a near daily basis. And all there is to talk about right now is, okay, so when's he going to get fired? And that sucks. No one wants to talk about that. Yeah. But the, the fact of the matter is, and it's not like we're coming out here saying, oh, the Canucks need to fire Travis. Like that ship sailed a while ago where we were talking about that. Right. And, you know, like the simple fact of the matter is the Canucks, believe it or not, do have some respect for themselves and well like they we think they do but the point is they're not going to let this go on like they just turned in their best effort perhaps that we've seen from them all year last night 40 shots and they still lost i tell you though like to if columbus that was, like i'm sorry columbus, columbus is rebuilding yeah, columbus they're is doing not a lot a of things right yeah, and a lot of things are going the Columbus Blue Jackets way. That's the thing. That's the difference. And man, like watching that game last night, the Canucks were like all over them. There was a point in the game where it was thirty shots to ten shots. Like yeah. for the shot count, yeah, like the Canucks were playing a good game, but you could you could just feel it. Like watching that game as I was writing the post game, I wrote it in the first period. Like in the first period, I wrote in there as I was writing, I was like, you can just feel. Yep. That the Canucks aren't going to score from these shots. But Columbus, every shot they took felt like it had a chance of going in. And I think that's that's not something we've seen with Thatcher Demko, of course. And that's not really a thing on Thatcher Demko either. To me, it was more just like the the feel of the game. Like, 
I don't know. Maybe we've just been like. Maybe you've watched too much Canucks hockey. Yeah, this year. maybe I've seen enough Canucks hockey that it's just like it's beaten the the idea of of hope out of me. But really, you could just feel it watching that game. You're like, even when the fact that Columbus scored like a minute into the game, that just like set the tempo for the game for me. Where it was like, no matter how many shots the Canucks get here, no matter how many times, how much time they spend in the offensive zone. They're not going to score more goals than the Columbus Blue Jackets. You could just feel it. You could feel it throughout the whole game. And I think to me that like when you start to have that sort of feeling, they're like, I, I can't believe that we're you mentioned it. Like we don't we're not nobody's calling for Travis Green's job anymore because it's it's just so obvious that that's the first, that's something that needs to happen. Same with Jim Benning. But well, nobody's calling for their jobs anymore because it's so obvious to everybody. Nobody cares anymore to call for their jobs. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Look at these, like, like the, sorry, the, the crew on Twitter, that's, you know, the fire Benning crew, they're not even tweeting fire Benning anymore. Yeah. Like they don't even care to say fire Benning anymore. Yeah. They're, like, you're, they're not even, I don't know. Like when they get back to the arena, are they going to be chanting it? Or do people uh, even care? Yeah. Like, I think that's the time that we'll hear it pop up again, but nobody's saying it online anymore. Nobody, I don't know. It, it's at the point now where we're so past like caring about it. And that sucks. It sucks it's that you're past the point. It's, it's exactly. I'm at the apathy fans, right? point now. Yeah, I never thought I'd get there, especially this season. You know, you we said at the there. start of the season, we said if the Canucks don't make the playoffs, we're switching <laughs> this to a Blue Jays podcast. And man, every day I wake up and I think, man, you know how much fun it would be to just like talk to Alex, Manoa. start building our connections in the Blue Jays organization, start, you know, what's what does Canucks does a nation network have a Blue Jays they thing? Do. We there do. We go. Yeah, Blue Jays Nation. Blue Jays Nation, man. It could man. use a little jolt, too. I mean, oh. Cam Lewis does a great job. This is not to dunk on Cam. Cam does a great sure, job. Sure, whatever. It. I don't know. I heard Cam the other day on uh, Sportsnet, uh, <laughs> freaking oily boy and all over the place. At, uh, <laughs> uh, man, I tell you, the oily, I'd rather be an oily boy right now. And you know what? I, how I feel about the oily boys. No Are you coming to the company uh, Christmas party? Yeah, I'm going to go around there. I'm going to stir it up. Me and the, <laughs> I'm going to get after it with the oily boys. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Can fly out to Edmonton Can't wait, right yeah. before Christmas. My first vacation in like six years, and it's to Edmonton. I also have to even see if you can come. Right, you should be able to, but yeah, we probably should have this discussion on the podcast. Yeah, we'll do this. We'll try. Well, like I said, we got to fill some time here. <laughs> How much time are <laughs> well, we? Well, talking hang on, about the hang on, because because there's more to this, right? Is okay. So so let's kind of break everything down that's happened since we last had a podcast. Chris. Oh, great. Uh, Matt Sakaris came out with a report. Um, did not say that there was a rift between JT Miller and Bo Horvat, even though that's what everybody's saying was reported. That's not what Matt said. Regardless, uh, Matt Scaris put out a report um, talking about division in the Canucks locker room and how there were different factions being formed. And there were a lot of young guys in the middle, not sure if they should align with Bo Horvat or JT Miller. Um, and, this was this was uh, something that Tyler Myers talked about. Uh, Bo Horvat talked about it last night, and obviously Travis Green did as well. Basically, they all said the report uh, wasn't true. Um, you know, as two people in the media, you do without what you will. Um, players do lie. Like we're not coming out here to say, well, they said it's not true, so it must not be true. Like, look, everybody's trying to dunk on Matt. Like, oh well, 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 if they said it's not true, then it must not be true. Like. Whether you believe the report or not is one thing. But if all you're basing it off of is, look what the players said. I don't know. Like, I think you can have your own doubts about that without the players even saying anything. But 
I don't know. Like, Wait, you think Bull Horvat's going to come out of the intermission and be like, yeah, you know, things aren't great. Yeah, you know, everybody's <laughs> been really mean to me. That's, oh, that Matt Sakaris, like, you know, he's on to something. Todd Colson hasn't tried to speak English to me once all year. <laughs> he's been hanging out with JT Miller for too long. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? If they if the Canucks are serious about this, then lean into it a little bit. You know, start posting videos of, of Ho- like Horvat and Miller bumping into each other in the locker room or something. <laughs> you know, do the old, was it TSN that did the... Uh, the Luongo Corey Schneider and, yeah. Luongo thing. Do something like that. Do something funny. Fun. Like God, so Canucks funny. PR. You're, like Canucks PR is going through it so hard right now. Every like, <laughs> I just I look at the tweets. Every single tweet because I have like tweet notifications on Obviously, for the Canucks. Yeah. You fire that up and like you get the notification. Normally, I just wait like two minutes and then it's just like you read the replies and it's like God. I the person <laughs> who has to do that job. This would be a. This is an easy spot for them to be like, oh, let's let's make some fake, you know, make like a joke about it, right? This would be a smart move for the yeah. Except PR. they're running PR for this organization, which is like a full time job, yeah, times ten, and there's yeah. only four of them doing it. So yeah, no, I just yeah, it's it's. I don't know about this whole like division in the locker room thing either. Well, well, sorry that that's I was I was making a point. Yeah, there. go for it. Uh, but what I was saying is like okay, so that report comes out, blah blah blah. Um, regardless, one thing we do know, whether you believe the report or not, is that the Canucks were all made aware of it. The players were made aware of it. So whether that was Travis coming in in the morning and saying, "Hey, this is what they're saying about you," like this is what it's come to, and then try to get the boys going and. You don't go out there, have a big performance and still come up short, but have a big performance, get over 40 shots on goal, like that type of thing. Like if that was the rallying cry, like, you know, that damn Matt Sakaris, like that's great, but I think... Let's win it for Sakaris, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Let's win it to shut up Matt Sakaris. But I I think the the issue is if... If everything they're saying is true and there's no division and yep, everybody's firing on all cylinders, we're all we're all doing great, everything's fine, and this is the result, that's Ooh. just an indictment on the team. And that and the thing is, Miller's response or lack thereof to the question from Drance a few days ago about if everybody's buying in and he just wasn't gonna answer, and then he looks to Brendan Bachelor because uh, Batch was passed the mic by Drance, um and Batch was kind of waiting for Miller to respond, which is why Miller just went, I don't know. Uh, like he, he kind of said it like quietly because he didn't have an answer. He wasn't answering the question, but Batch mm-hmm. before asking his next question was waiting for Miller to answer the question. Like they were all looking at him. That's why Miller gave that response. Uh, did a little digging, found that out. Yeah. I mean, and he's, he's bang on like there, there has to be, there's more struggles than just on the outside. Like, look, there has to be struggles on the locker room. Yeah. You can't be this bad and everyone in the locker room be like showing up, be like, hey, man, let's get to work. Let's go play some hockey. Everything's great. Like, you can't be this. If they are, if that's what they're like, then yeah, you're right. Like, that's a bigger problem in its own. Yeah. If there isn't locker room struggles between people and people attempting to call people out or anything like that, then yeah, there should be, there should be struggles. And I like, it's. I don't know. I, I look at the way that JT Miller has always been about how, you know, blunt JT Miller has been, how how he has been able to speak up for the group at certain times. I think about COVID, obviously, but I don't know. I think there needs to be a little bit more pressure here on the leadership group for somebody to step up. What are you laughing at? The Canucks just tweeted out, see the action in person. Grab your season ticket membership today. Limited quantities remaining. Uh, and that was just tweeted out. So in five minutes, we'll go look at the responses to that because that's always fun. Oh, didn't have to wait five minutes. There's already a response. 
This is not the time. Yeah. Oh, man. This is not the we have relieved Jim Benning and Travis Green of their duties tweet. Come on. Oh, man. Should I retweet that just to be absolutely chaotic? I think they have enough follows over. Make sure it gets to as many eyes as possible. Actually, I figure if people are following me, they're probably following the Canucks. Uh, yeah, I'd hope so. It might start unfollowing, though, pretty soon. Hey, know what else we talked about that was pretty fun? Doing the photo shoot the other day. Oh, yeah. You crushed that. Yeah, they were really they were, I was like they were pumping me up a little were, bit there. You were a star. That was uh that was a good uh, that was fun. Well, Gave it was me, a, little, uh, a little awkward at some time. You know what the w- most awkward part was? So I go up there and I was up there by myself for a little bit doing I don't know. He's making me turn around and freaking I don't know, touch my toes and whatever the hell. Give me real George Costanza. Whatever he's making vibes. me do there. Then at one point he's like like right when we get started he's like hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. So I'm like Oh, okay, so I like go start like walking off the set, to, like look for a set. San- he's like, no, no. He's like, he's like, rub your hands together, like doing hand sanitizer because that's a sports thing to do or something. Apparently, so like that, that threw me off. And then when you and I were doing our photos together, and then he's like, all right, let's have some fun. And then I was like, let's go back to back. Then and he's like, I'm not shooting back to back. He's like, I don't do back to back. We're like, we're doing it as like a joke, like making fun of the Donnie and Dolly thing is what we wanted to do. Yeah, he was like, I'm not shooting back. Yeah, he's like, I don't do back to back. He was super nice though. That was the only time he. Like he like snapped at us a little bit though. <laughs> He's like, "Who do these Canucks convo boys think they are? They come in here. They've been Rogers employees for four weeks. Yeah. Well, you've been there longer than I have. Well, yeah. You're not even an employee, really. Well, <laughs> I, I just show up. I am either. But... <laughs> oh man. I wonder where are those photos. I I was thinking. I wanted to get those photos. I was just, those photos. They better be on a bus. Put us on a bus. Yes. Or at the airport, because I know 1040 did that with uh, when they were coming through. I'm not trying to brag, and I know we're just the weekend program at that radio station, but I'm just saying, Cam tweeted out everybody's photos. Yep. Ours has the most replies, most engagement. I saw that, too. Most likes, everything. I noticed that, too. I think it's because there's that weird photo of me at the end. That got memed quite a bit. Yeah, I saw it. Somebody just memed us. I just saw it like an hour ago, and I was just like, so so I got the lamb donair. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's so good. The one that it cracked me up was someone took that photo. And if you haven't seen it, folks, Cam J. Barrow on Twitter. Go check it out. Or go like can, our picture. Yeah, go like our picture. Nobody else's. <laughs> or I think it's on my feed as well. I think I, I retweeted, retweeted it this morning yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, someone, someone said, "He's a wise guy. He's a wise guy. They're both wise guys. It's the wise guys coming to City TV this fall." <laughs> that cracked me up. That was good. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, it's good because I bought. Uh, so I bought that burgundy blazer. Is that what they're called? Blazers. That's what they're called. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I keep calling them tops, and people keep talking. <laughs> so I got this top. So anyways, I got this uh, burgundy blazer and I was going to buy it. And uh, so I call my girlfriend, of course, cause I'm not buying, I'm not spending a hundred dollars on clothes without calling her. Mm-hmm. So I call her at, uh, she's at work or whatever on the other day when I bought, she's like, no, you can't buy that. It's gross. Blah, blah, blah. blah. It's stupid. It's a disgusting color. And then I get there and what do the makeup and hair ladies say? The pro stylist. The pro stylist. They're all like, oh my gosh, we love the burgundy. Blah, blah, blah. We love it. Oh, your hair looks so good. I was like, yeah, listen. I got my haircut yesterday. I got my beard done yesterday. I got I bought that blazer yesterday. <laughs> so like every I told them that when I think before you got there, I was like, yeah, I bought, bought everything yesterday. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, well you can tell your girlfriend that she was wrong. And I was like, clearly you guys don't have a girlfriend because you <laughs> cannot tell your girlfriend that they're wrong. <laughs> but you'll say it on a podcast. But uh, and she'll listen to this, and I'll get a text here pretty soon, probably. And uh, we'll deal with it then. 
Nice. But yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I also I told them that you had told me you were a little diva before you came in too. <laughs> Which is like, funny. I was so I'm in there getting makeup done. First time I've ever had makeup on my face too. I had to get the makeup taken off. Nikki, did you get your did you wipe yours off? I washed it just with okay, soap. Okay, yeah. So like my girlfriend wiped it off my face with some makeup. But I I was getting mine done and I'm like they're like, So what's the next guy like? And I was like, Major Diva. <laughs> they're like they're like, What do you mean? And I was like, I don't know. He's probably gonna ask a lot of questions about his hair and make you like fix his hair and stuff. And then they get then you get there and they're like, Oh they're like, We've heard uh, we've heard about you. <laughs> I heard them say that. Yeah, they, they, I walk in and they're like, We've heard you're a diva. I'm like, Who told you that? And then I see you around the corner, I'm like, Oh, there we go. <laughs> I knew Cam wouldn't say that about me. No, that was that was me. Cam likes me. Yeah. Well, that was a fun little photo shoot. I wonder where those photos are going to go. Well, they're going to go to... just be online. they got to put those up somewhere. Sportsnet Creative, and then I think we're going to get a billboard. I, I said what? that to Cam. I, I I floated the idea to Cam that we you get You don't even work there. You've been there for a freaking a month. Poster boys for the radio well, station. You're already saying... The listen, weekend programming. Listen, Cam, I'm on three hours a week on the weekends. <laughs> I need to be on a billboard. I missed the second shift you ever gave me, but... Put me on a billboard now. Or else. Well, Or else man, I walk. The funny thing was, our our photo shoot, like, you, I was taking... I took a picture of you. You took a video... You took a couple of videos of me, yeah. and I just looked so uncomfortable. Like, I was not... That was my first time being photographed, like, professionally. Uh, and it was... Actually, if my uncle hears this, he's going to get mad because he did my headshots. Mm. But, you know, like on a on a photo That's set. That's the second and- time I've uh, done a photo shoot, actually. The first time for the VI Raiders. Uh, shout out to the uh, Canadian Junior Football League. Were you a player? Uh, I was a player for the Raiders, and oh. I was the hat model because I showed up there, and they only had, uh, like, large shirts. Oh, and I was like, well, I can't fit into those. I'm like, well, we got this hat. <laughs> I said, listen, we're doing a football player's photo shoot. And the and the biggest size you have is a large. So it was like me and all the receivers. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and so I, and uh, yeah, I just ended up being the hat model. But they didn't put That's makeup hilarious. on me then. Yesterday, that was the first time I wore makeup. And I'll tell you, you know, like, listen, I'm not going to be. I felt pretty confident. I was say, I'm not going to be out here wearing makeup, like, all the time. But. Covered up all the blemishes, all yeah. the little little pimples on your forehead. Man, she yeah. she made my neck like a different shape. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. like she's like we're just giving you like a natural tan. And I tell you, it, like I'm not gonna be going out wearing makeup. But if, if we're going to another photo shoot or like if you ever go on TV with oh. Murph, I'll yeah. take some of it for sure. No, I don't. didn't think I would in the first place, but yeah. And the lady, she's coming out. She's dab because I was sweating, moving around in that blazer. The guys making me 360 and touch my toes. All this stuff. I. The lady's coming out. She's freaking dabbing my forehead to get the sweat <laughs> off me. And I told her, I was like, we should have used uh, waterproof makeup. I should have warned you how much I sweat. Drinks for Mr. Faber? Yeah. No, I sh- I she was like royalty. Yeah. No, it was fun, though. That was fun. And yeah, like, man, I have like dark, uh, dark eye circles. Everybody knows that. You Anybody who's seen a photo of me knows that. And it's totally genetic, which bothers me a lot. Mm. She covered it up. Yeah, she, she like, did mine too. She covered it. Yeah, we both have them pretty yeah. bad. Well, like, I, I sleep four it, hours a night. It so looks I'm... like both of us stay up watching prospects. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, mine isn't genetics. Mine's literally just because I. Yeah, I wish mine wasn't genetics, but it yeah, is. it was. You know, it was fun. Yeah, it, it was, and yeah, like you know, you feel you felt confident. Like I don't know when you took yours off, but I went to the mall. I went Black Friday shopping. I went to Costco. I didn't change out of my suit or the makeup. Oh, I, I did. I I kept my suit on. I, w- I went shopping in my suit because it was like a casual suit, you know, like I was wearing yeah. a suit, but I was wearing a t-shirt underneath, mm-hmm. right? And it was comfortable. And I was just like, you know what? 
Look at I look freaking baller going Black Friday yeah. shopping in a burgundy suit. I God look damn. freaking dapper. Yeah. Um, I had makeup on, which like the confidence was through the roof. And like I, I know there's gonna be some some jokester out there that's like, oh, you're wearing makeup, ah, 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 football or something. Yep. Don't hate it till you try it. Do not knock makeup until you. you've tried it. Yeah, all the little pimples I got on my forehead. Exactly. Gone. Everything's gone. Yeah. You look great. Like when those photos you know come she out did too. So my beard, I got this little. I got these little spaces here. Yeah. And she she pumped them up so they like they popped a little bit. Made oh. the facial hair look even better. Wow. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. Makeup. She didn't. She didn't work that magic with me. No, she did. Yeah. She Thank didn't. God I shaved. I like almost forgot to shave before leaving the house. <laughs> okay. Last thing about this photo shoot, Cody's Photoshop of Dan Riccio. I didn't see it. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, you, Cody's been doing this Photoshop, and I, I think he's gotten pretty good at it. The one that he made of Connor Garland, extremely small. <laughs> Lee Severson had the Photoshop on Dan Riccio with the People Show, and it's hilarious. I'm glad. You know what? Dan replied to it and said, damn you, Cody, with the laughing emoji. I'm really glad that Dan like, likes that. Because, like, okay, every every knocks Riccio for being super short. Riccio's, like, two inches shorter than me. And he's, like, yeah. he, he's like a, he's a more stocky guy. So, I don't know. Everybody hating on Riccio. Give it a rest. Although that photo they did with him standing on the platform, that was, funny that was very funny. And it, you know what? It was funny because there was a stool. Oh, yeah. And they got us to sit too. on the stool. And like, it actually, they'll probably use the photo of me on the stool and you behind me. Like that, those photos look pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then, then they, they were like, they swapped you, us. You sit on the stool. <laughs> yeah. You sit on the stool, Chris. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So you sit. We're like the same height. Yeah, it was the no, most. I was much taller than you. It was <laughs> the weirdest. And then he's, yeah, he puts me on the stool. Like, he's like, Dave, put your arm yeah, on your yeah. shoulder. You're like, like up yeah, trying to get onto yeah, my arm. Exactly. I had to jump. They had to get the platform out for me. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. That one, that one didn't stick either. Oh, that was so funny. Well, right, the photo shoot was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that picture of Richo. Well done, Cody, on that one. Okay, let's head to, uh, we'll head to break here. Other side, we'll get to the poll question. We'll get back to the Canucks and uh, who's getting fired. Right on. Uh, you're listening to the Canucks conversation. Muddlers. Muddlers Pink Lemonade. We are so excited to tell you guys about Muddlers Pink Lemonade. My drink of choice. You guys have all seen it by now. Faber and I went out drinking. That was my uh, drink of choice first night. I think that the catchphrase for this ad has to be, it's the only alcohol that Quads likes. Absolutely. It's so good. It's absolutely the best pink lemonade on the market by far. A lot of these other drinks are just a little too sweet for me. Like, I I don't really like that. And this is like a nice mix because I also don't like when it tastes too much like alcohol. But this is like the, the perfect balance. There's a reason that it was the drink I got when we went to the Parallel Street Kitchen as well. It, absolutely, man. It is the sweet spot for quads in the alcoholic beverage realm. You can find it, like you said, at Parallel 49 Street Kitchen and in a ton of liquor stores. All the BC liquor stores have it. It's the bright pink cans, Muddler's Pink Lemonade. Go out and try it today. Alert, alert. Parallel 49 is bringing back one of its favorite beers of the winter. The Salty Scott is back, folks. The Scotch Ale we all know and love is now available across British Columbia in their government and private liquor stores. Enjoy a strong caramel flavor, a salty bite, and a generous 7.5% alcohol. It only takes one of these tall boys to get the night going. So go out and try a Parallel 49 Salty Scott today. 
and a massive thank you to all of our sponsors here at the Canucks Conversation Podcast. We are going to get to our poll question brought to you by Blue Orca Sports Memorabilia at Fuel the Fan on Twitter. Go check them out on Instagram, same handle. Facebook as well. That is where you're going to find them at Fuel the Fan. Go check them out. Blue Orca Fuel the Sports Fan update too. Uh, they got a shop now on their Facebook page. Nice. It's like the full shop now on the Facebook page. Find them. Uh, Feel the fan. Blue Orca uh, memorabilia. You can find them easy on uh, Facebook there, too. But they got a full shop now on Facebook. Facebook. What's this? Facebook has a shop. Like, I've seen this before. Like, I know Marketplace. But now there's, like, actual. Sh- you can buy stuff on the shops. Because I was looking yeah. at this thing the other day. This uh, it goes into your into your golf bag. And there's like a puck in between each thing. It's this long thing that goes in your golf bag. And they have these frozen ice pucks where you put beers in each one. And then the frozen ice pucks keep them cold. And it's a cooler. And you slide it right into your bag. And it hides because it goes into the, the slots where you normally put your uh, golf clubs. Wow. I see that right in the Facebook shop there. 25 bucks. Not bad. A little sleeve. It fits seven beers into it. Throw some muddlers in there. That's what I drink on the course is muddlers pink lemonade. Not even not even just for the ads. Just for I'm being straight up serious. Wow. That was down at uh, what was it Whistler Golf Club that I went to, crushing muddlers before they even sponsored the show. Hmm. Louis Erickson bought me a one, according to the the course owner. He said that. Oh, that's right. He said Louis owes us this. That's <laughs> Gave right. us. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, Louis might fit into this lineup pretty good right now. Really? At least nothing happened when Louis was on the ice. That's fair. You'd freaking die, man. Okay, gets the poll question. Our new bad. poll question: Does this team miss Jay Beagle? How big of a difference would? Uh, Louis Erickson make to this Canucks team. You've been playing in the top six. Time to joke. Well, we got another poll question tomorrow on Sportsnet, <laughs> so we'll save that there for you then. There go. Our episode 217 poll question brought how to are you we by gonna, Blue. Sorry. How are we going to get through three hours of Canucks talk tomorrow, man? Holy cow. Well, oh, my goodness. We're, this is going to be hard to get through an hour here. We're going to do Dude. three hours of it on Sunday. Oh, man. We start at 12 tomorrow, right? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I don't know. We better start getting some guests. No kidding. All right. All right. Our episode All right. I will cut you off. poll question. Blue Orca Sports Memorabilia. Folks, Christmas is coming up. Seriously, go check out Blue Orca Sports Memorabilia. Like, we do ads, blah, blah, blah. Go check them out. Like, seriously, go check them out. Christmas is coming up. I know you have a Canucks fan in your life. Maybe you want to buy yourself a Christmas present. Or float the idea to a loved one that you want a Christmas present from. You tell them, at Feel the Fan. Go check it out. Go buy some sports memorabilia. Canucks theme stuff. It's great. Good stuff. Our 217 poll question. Who doesn't make it through the road trip? GM, coach, a player, and as always, I'm angry. Chris, right now, leading the vote, 41% say coach, 16% say GM, 5% say a player, and unsurprisingly, like with all of our poll questions lately, 38% say I'm angry. You know what's crazy to me? Like, okay, you said it kind of before we started recording. You're like, you're like, oh, do you think that something happens like tomorrow or after tomorrow? And I was like, ah, maybe. But then they come back, and that'll probably be the deal. I forgot that there's still three games left on the road trip. Yep, there's no chance Travis Green makes it through three games of the road trip. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like the only. Th- I don't, well, that's the thing. Like, I think there's absolutely a chance. I don't think it'll happen. I mm-hmm. think there's a chance. I think, you know, it'd be crazy. Okay. What if it is a player that gets traded? I know that's not going to be winning a lot of the poll because everybody's tired of thing. But what if that's like their idea of like, this will shake it up. We like the coach. We like the GM. Let's flop a player. I could see that happening. 
yeah. just like a player shakeup. And I don't think that's the right deal. Like, man, it's just you. It is strange to get to this point where, like, we, we were talking about it earlier, but like nobody, nobody cares to say fire or whoever anymore because it's just it's. I don't know. I look at the like. I I still think back the last eight games, one seven and zero. Oh, they have one regulation win in their last eight games where they have outshot the opponents. Like they've, and then like you come out and it's like, oh, you know, like tonight was a good performance. We, uh, we win this game eight or nine times out of 10. It's like, no, you don't, dude. You lose this game eight or nine times out of 10. You've lost it eight or nine times. Like, and well, yeah, if you include like the other overtime loss before this stretch, they've won one game in their last nine where they've outshot. Like, you don't win the, just because you outshot doesn't mean you should have won. Like, these point shots that we see from the Vancouver Canucks, these absolutely pointless point shots. The only guy who's actually been good at getting like somewhat dangerous shots from the points, Oliver Ekman Larson, because he knows how to use a screen. You look at Luke Shen, you look at you know Travis Hamnick when he's in the lineup. A lot of these guys, these they just they send these shots towards the net, and it's not even a shot. I think Durant said this the other day. Uh, it could be someone else, but I think I was listening to a podcast and they said it like that's not a shot, it's a turnover. It really is. Like when you take a shot from the point with no screen and it's just a muffin towards the goaltender, it's a turnover more than anything. Yeah, it just goes as a shot on the board. It doesn't. Yeah, I know, it's been tough, man. Like I know, like it's so hard to do this right now because it's like we're just waiting for something to change, and then after something changed, where do we go from there? Like where do we where do we have expectations for the rest of the season once a coaching change or GM change happens? Yeah, no, exactly. Where do you go from here? There's there's not a ton of options, right? And the thing is, is I don't think this organization really wants to, because like we, we know Travis's contract or whatever, he's going to get paid the rest of this year and next year, right? Do you want to bring in a new coach in anything other than an interim role for this year? Because if you're going to let go of your GM, all indications are pointing to that being the case. They're 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 we'll legitimately going to lose yeah way too many fans if they come back next year and say you know what same GM we think he's got it well this that's time. you know that's the predicament we put ourselves in is like or that Jim Benning has put them in is like Jim needed to make the playoffs this year to keep his job so he did all that he could to give the roster the best chance of making the playoffs he traded first and, round and it pick, wasn't good second round let's pick. let's let's not forget that the roster's not good the yeah. roster's like a bubble team at best. Which is like to your question that you asked Jim the other day, and Harmon brought this up on the show, just tying everything together here. When you when Jim Benning said that they were two years away from being competitive, that was the thought of when Jay Beagle's money comes off the books, when Louis Erickson's money comes off the books, Brandon Sutter's money will be off the books by then, Antoine Roussel's money will be off the books by then. And then it's like, okay, now you have all this money to spend. But then your question was so good to Jim the other day because that's what you said. You said, is that the same or whatever your question was about two years, are you still on that same plan? Obviously, they was they weren't because they went on traded for OEL and Connor Garland made all this money come in while they're sending out this money that was going to be gone in one year. At the end of that year, they trade already a first, a second. Like they they obviously have just mixed everything up because Jim needed to make the playoffs this year, so he gave himself what he believed was the best chance to make the playoffs this year. And listen, if you are looking at trying to make the playoffs this year, trading Jay Beagle. Louis Erickson and, and Antoine Roussel for Oliver Ekman Larson and Connor Garland. 
that's a better chance of making the playoffs this year. For sure. But I haven't even mentioned the two draft picks that you traded away or the salary that's going to run now for Connor Garland, which looks great. And Oliver ekman Larson still looks like he's he's probably not living up to $7 million this year, but he's living up to you know a decent amount of monetary value on your cap. And then it's not nothing. So like Jim Benning's walked himself into this corner where not only like himself, but really the organization, man, like there is... There's was, not a lot of prospects coming I mean, in the pipeline here. Here's the thing is when I posed that question, it was to Jim, but that's also mostly because we don't hear from Francesco. We don't get to talk to Francesco. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So Jim is this organization's spokesperson. He's their president and their GM. And this is who has to answer for it. And it, it's not I'm not when I ask that question, I'm not trying to say, Jim, you said this, but then you did this. It's more, Jim, you said this on behalf of the organization, and then the organization went and did this. We absolutely know at this point that the organization is, there's multiple levels involved in hockey ops decisions. It's not just Jim. So you say fire Benning, all that, like I'm not, I'm not trying to come here and defend Jim Benning at all. That's, that's the last thing I'm trying to do right now. <laughs> but like when I asked that question, people, there were some people that took issue with it. They're like, Oh, you're being so mean to Jim. It wasn't even like directed at Jim. It was a question I had to ask Jim because we don't hear from the owner and he is yep. the top guy in this organization that we're allowed to talk to. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. I think. Yeah. I, I've seen. What do you think about people saying that they feel bad for Jim? I've seen that a lot online. I, I'm one of those people. You feel bad for Jim because to an extent, yeah. I, 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 everybody that says the, well, he makes millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. And he's been at this for eight years and has done very poorly at his job. Yes. I, I don't feel bad for him there. Quite frankly, Jim Benning should have been out of a job a long time ago. Right. Okay. The reason I feel bad for him now is because it's almost like he's he's a human shield for the organization. They're like, well, fans hate this guy, so let's just put him out there and blame everything on him. Mm. It's not all on Jim. No. It's really not. There's a lot of hockey decisions being made above Jim, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. It, and maybe does, that would be good if you had a, a president of hockey operations who knew a lot about hockey. It'd be good if the president of hockey operations wasn't also your owner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100% there. That's the... And that's like, man, where... How does the problem get fixed if that's it? You know, if yeah. that's the problem, which a lot of people believe it is. Well, nobody's going to come work for this organization. Like, no... Nobody's going to come like you're not going to get Mike Gillis back because Mike Gillis would never come if and, and I throw that name out there just because he's like, you know, a GM. Right. Um, you know, Mike Gillis isn't going to come back if there's anybody. I've seen people like good time for Lawrence Gilman to step out of being an AGM and be a G- you think Gilman wants to come here. Yeah, exactly. Like I it's Mike Feuda, man. That's the, <laughs> that's going to be the guy. Everyone, like, watch, oh, like, watch Mike Feuda be the next GM for the Canucks. What do you, do you think that like people are like, oh, well, this is a time where uh, you can recollect. You can go look at these great assistant GMs and give them a chance to be a GM. You think the assistant general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning wants to come to Vancouver? You think he's like, you know what? This is this is a good time for me to, to go over and be a GM when I can go win the Stanley Cup potentially for a third year in a row. No, this seems like a good time to go to Vancouver where everything's no, like, falling apart. Thing. I know. like it, It's a tough sell right now. It Mike is a Fuda, tough sell. You bet he'd do it. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I bet he would. And Bruce Boudreaux back on uh, Vancouver Radio for another week here. Is he? Mm-hmm. Wow. He's on this past week again. Wow. I don't listen. 
No, you don't. You just show up and just take photo shoots and do photo shoots. Yeah. Rogers employee over here. Yeah. We need to get the da 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 on the board. Now that yeah, we're we got there. an open space there on the we board. We do. It's sitting mocking us. Yeah. Well, you know, it's. I did Halford and Bruff this week. Yeah, you did. That was fun. Uh, I listened to that. I was up in the morning driving uh, back from the girlfriend's place through the Massey Tunnel. I'm going to do it again, too. It was fun with those guys. Did you like my Nelly bit? Yeah, I, was, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I was actually convinced that you didn't know who Nelly was because it would have fit your timeline. It was a good bit. You made the. Uh, made them laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I was convinced that wasn't a bit just from knowing you. <laughs> like I actually thought that, that wasn't a bit. I'm glad. Yeah, it definitely was because they were okay. like, they even said he, but the thing that the thing that I was going to lean into was before they went to break, they said, is Nelly still popular? And they're like, he is if you're from the island. And I was mm. like, Oh, Nelly Furtado is also from the island. That's so true. I was like, I put it together. Nelly does like, do those hits. Man. I could do this. So yeah. I, Lil Yachty I, and Nelly, they're always in Nanaimo doing uh, shows. There you go. Nelly, I remember Nelly at uh, not level two. It was uh, Spice Lounge. Nelly at Spice Lounge in Nanaimo. Wow, one of the three clubs in Nanaimo, which are about the size of this studio, maybe with a little with a bar. Nice, horrible dance floors there. Wow. Yeah, I wonder what the club scene's like nowadays uh, after the pandemic, though. What here in Nanaimo? Well, just everywhere and here then it's Nanaimo. it's. People like you can't go to the club and like dance anymore, though, right? Obviously not. Uh, I are people doing that now? I see. I see Snapchat stories. Really? And such, yeah. Yeah, I've seen people like partying, but I haven't seen people in the club like mm. bumping and grinding in the club like it was. Uh, you know. Well, you don't know because I guess you've never been, you've never been able to go to a yeah, club like, when you're nineteen. I turned nineteen and then the pandemic hit. It's been two years, man. Two years, my young adult years. I wouldn't have it any other way, though. Like, I mean, it'd be nice if there was no global pandemic, for sure. Yeah. But I, I can't complain about how my early 20s have gone so far. I've also, like, once I got my job, I started living it up. Yeah. Like, Black you know, Friday shopping. Black Friday shopping in a suit, you know? Yeah. What else? What else could you ask? Is there anything else you want to do? Canucks talk or should, can we go off the rails for a little bit here? Uh, Is there anything the else? No. Like, the there, Abbotsford really Canucks, I'll, I'll do a quick little thing because I got no prospect report, but man, I, t- <laughs> I write this article, I go out there, I chat with everyone. Looks like the best roster the Abbotsford Canucks have all season. They got all these guys back. Jack Rathbone's back in the AHL. Justin Bailey sent down. Everything's looking great. You got Phil DiGiuseppe down there. You got Will Lockwood back from injury. Guillaume Breeze was there. Mikey's starting in net, and the Abbotsford Canucks get freaking pumped by the Tucson Roadrunners. There is nothing good going on in this organization right now. I think they scored like a minute in and end up losing 4-1. Will Lockwood scored like 53 seconds into the game and then they end up getting pumped. This is their best roster they can put together. It's just like, man, there's nothing going good anywhere. The only thing that's going good right now in the whole Canucks organization is friend of the show, Aiden McDonough. (laughs) Like... (laughs) The things that Aiden McDonough is doing in NCAA hockey, really good. Like, he is just a scoring machine in the NCAA right now. It's just been awesome to watch. That's like, can you name one other thing that's going good? What's going good in the Canucks organization? Oh, I do have a good thing. Okay. And we could touch on this for a little bit. The Botchford Project's coming back. Yes. Okay. Yes. Finally, some positivity. There that's, is a great That is thing. the best thing in the Canucks organization right now. Absolutely. Not even close. Yep. Absolutely. It, it it isn't close at all. Um yeah, the Botchford project's coming back. We should spend like an hour talking about this tomorrow on the show. That's how we're gonna feel. Perfect. Time. Well, uh, I've put in a request for a guest too. Yeah. From the organization. Yes. Um Yeah, which is cool. 
That'll be fun. Um, I think we can say who we requested. Like, well, no, because they decline and they're like, you guys are uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I heard what you said earlier about we need to make a riff between Miller and the Horvat <laughs> show or whatever. Oh, man. No. Um, we'll see. Regardless, the Botchford Project is coming back. Folks, if you're out there, you don't have to be a young, aspiring journalist. Just if you've ever wanted to take a kick at the can, like it's never too late to start. Um, you know, go ahead. Apply for the Botchford Project. You have nothing to lose, but potentially plenty to gain. And that's what I tell people when they ask if they should apply. You're never too old. Um, and yeah, like just absolutely go ahead and do it. I hope to see you in the press box. It'll be super fun. You'll get mentored by um, like big wig journalists like Thomas Drance and, and Jay Pat. And you will see me. I'm probably going to offer you very limited advice because I'm still learning. But uh, yeah, if you have any questions about applying, uh, Ryan Beach's DMs are open. My DMs are open. Uh jpat i believe the 1040 podcast account is open as well and i believe drance's dms are open uh as well so definitely go check that out uh canucks.com slash botchford project and like folks this is a great program it i i wrote about it on canucks army this week about how um it changed my life like you knew me when i got accepted for the botchford project and got chosen as the first person like look at where i was then and compare it to now, it's like night and day. Like I would have never assumed or or guessed in my wildest dreams that I'd be in the press box, like as a regular media member. And this isn't just to pump my own tires, which I had to say in the story because I'm like trying to tell my story without just sounding like, look how great I am. Um, but also like, look how great I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, photo shoot, man. Yeah, photo shoots now. Um, but like I was talking to J-Pat like a week or two ago in the last homestand. We're just standing in the press box and he's like, Telling me the Botchford Project's coming back. He's like, you know, it's like kind of surreal. Like two years ago to the day, like it was the 17th when, when J-Pat and I talked, I think. And my Botchford Project night was on the 16th. Hmm. And he's like, two years ago, like it was your first night in here. And I was like, damn, like, yeah, it was literally two years ago. And obviously last year was weird with the pandemic and everything. We had single game passes and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it was, it was crazy watching, uh, watching everybody come through last year too, like Lachlan, Clarissa and Arash. Great selections. Uh, this year it's going to be six people, two nights with three people um, on each night. Yeah. Cause I think that's what they were saying that they kind of learned. What was kind of cool is having the bot for people connect with each other. A little yes, bit like that. That, that is was cool. That was the cool part about last year was seeing, you know, Lachlan and Clarissa and Arash. Like I wouldn't, I don't think struggles the right word, but like be, be shocked a little bit together and be able to like have yes. each other's back in that spot. Because it is a lot. Like I, I you know, there was, I remember doing my day where I was by myself and it was a lot just like when you weren't like being guided around by Drance, like it was weird to do anything on your own. So I think it's a good idea that they're going back to, to two different groups of three. I think that's going to be fun. And yeah, like you said, like, you know, DMs are all open. I know that a lot of people that have been DMing me have also been DMing you about it as well. And, and you know, we're happy to help if there's anything that we can uh, tell you to, to help your way. But this isn't just for aspiring journalists either like if you have a podcast and that's something that you enjoy doing maybe this is something that you can go out there and try because it's a great experience for anyone who tries to cover the team it's not just people writing but if if you are like if you're blogging right now or if you have your own blog or if you're writing for anything like straight if you're a student at bcit all of my classmates i don't think any of them listen to this show but if any of them do or anybody out there is you know a student in the journalism program you should apply for this this is a 
This is one made of the for you. Things. Like priority does go to journalism students, like aspiring journalists and journalism students. And I was a journalism student when I applied. I didn't finish the journalism program. But yeah, well. Yeah. There yeah. you go. No, I, I, apply. Yeah. I think people should apply. It's, it's a great experience. Get to go to Kanowski and get free dinner out of it. And uh, the perfect way to, to honor the the lost Jason Botchford. But I think this is something that helps you know not lose the memory of Jason Botchford in the end. Because this is uh, this is what Botch did for so many people. Like, you know, obviously we look at Ryan Beach. We look at... Thomas Drance and other like Wyatt Harmon, everybody that that he helped like get a get a platform, right? Like that's exactly. the big thing is he gave Harm the platform, he gave Wyatt the platform, being the backup armies guy. And now this Botchford project is giving aspiring journalists a platform of their own to write for the Vancouver Canucks. Exactly, and, that's and a the thing- fat a big fat Canucks paycheck for an article. If you're a blogger right now and you're getting paid five bucks an article, folks, you get the fat paycheck from the Vancouver Canucks. That's true. The most I've ever been paid for an article. Well, actually, <laughs> you think the Canucks pay well? The AHL, baby. You freaking write for the really? AHL? Wow. <laughs> I thought it was the same rate. Big fat stack of cash coming from the AHL for my fishing article. Wasn't it the same rate? Oh no. Okay. Fat stack from the tell AHL. Me off air how I'll much tell you how much off there. There, yep. Fishing articles crushing, by the way. Too heard the AHL's very happy with that. Nice. There'll be another article coming out on the AHL. I got there you uh, go. got the story. Got the requests in. It's gonna be that one's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't. I'll tell you off air, but cool. It might be coming to the podcast a little bit too, which would Good be stuff. crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Final bit. Now you went Black Friday shopping. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? I got some jeans, some darker jeans, some Alberta jeans. You know, they weren't Alberta jeans. Alberta mm. jeans are like light or ripped. That's how I define Alberta jeans. Uh, but no, these were like darker. No, I defy Alberta jeans. They got uh, gems on them, bedazzled gems because I lived in Grand Prairie, Alberta. So <laughs> a lot of bedazzled. You, you go to the Value Village in, uh, in Grand Prairie, all you see is Ed Hardy tops and bedazzled jeans. <laughs> we, we got a caller from grand prairie yes we did on uh, on 650 yeah. he's called in a few times yeah can't remember the name but cory uh, wasn't his name was Corey? maybe that Cody, sounds like <laughs> that's a grand prairie name but uh, <laughs> um yeah, yeah cool. i went and got those jeans uh and then i got a sweater as well for like ten dollars which mm, was really nice. nice i wore it last night i'll tell you that was probably the best black friday deal i've ever gotten what was it what was the deal it was like a it was okay so it was buy one get one 75 percent off and i went with my cousin and she bought something else for my brother for christmas mm. and then i was like hey if you don't want to buy anything else can i just get this hoodie for like 10 bucks and nice. she's like sure so i got got a little sweater slash hoodie it's fantastic and i what else did i get oh yeah i got a couple things from like best buy i got a lush bath bomb actually really yeah wow which i've never I didn't know you're a bath bomb guy no nah, I, I didn't either i mm. i've i've heard about them and i never I've, had one well here's the thing in my apartment I have a deep soak tub. You got and jets in there? No. Oh. But people comment on my bathtub every time they come over. Mm. Like people are like, whoa, that is a deep tub. Like, do you have baths in there? And I, I had a bath the first day I moved in because I forgot to buy a shower curtain. Right. But that was just, that yeah. was one time. I'm not a big bath guy. No, I'm, no. I'm not a big bath guy. Neither but you know I. what? I'm like, you know what? One night now, I'm going to have a bath and I have a bath bomb ready to go for go. that day. Fire it up, yeah. You know, I got a jacuzzi tub. I never used it once in my oh, you have a jacuzzi tub? Yeah, like a big one. Like, uh, you know, like like not just wow. a one tub. It's like the big round one. It's in the corner of our upstairs bathroom. I never used it once. That is sick. Yeah. I, nah, I should probably get out there. I also have a hot tub. I haven't used that once. We've had it for a year now, a year and a half. 
I still haven't gotten in. I think I might get into it now, though. I tell you, I've been working so much. I've been sitting in my desk chair. Oh, you should. And yeah, my back, should. I have this part of my back right now. It just feels like it's like if you took a spring and squeezed it really tight, and then someone shoved it into my back. That's what I feel like right now. It's horrible. Like I am in so much pain. Um, you need a massage, bud. I know I need a massage. Well, that's why I said I might hop in the hot tub here, but. I, I did a little Black Friday shopping on my own. Not a ton. I was looking at a laptop, but I ended up just going uh, hit Old Navy up. And you know those long coats, the black one that I always wear? Mm-hmm. I bought a, a gray one now. Gray, nice. little gray square one. That's good. And then I bought a couple of shirts. And they were like probably like two ninety nine each. Wow. Yeah, it was like uh, they Where'd had... you go? They already had good deals at Old Navy. I was, wow. Well, I didn't even go into Old Navy. I bought it online. I woke up at about six o'clock to go to school on Thursday. I bought it on Thursday. It wasn't even Black Friday. Now that I think about it. Woke up to go to school and my girlfriend's texting me. She's like, blah, blah, blah. It was Black Friday. Still didn't buy any of this, buy any of this. And I was like, okay. Uh, and then I went on there too. And I said, you know, I'm going to buy this coat. And then, uh, then right. I'm checking out those. I see a couple of shirts and they're like 70% off extra 50% off. And I was like, that's 120% off. It didn't and- work out exactly that way, but. Ended up like, yeah, like $3 for a couple of shirts because Old and Navy's got that double extra large tall that fits me so nice. They got double XP. I want to go. I want to go shopping. Like, yeah. I, I almost want to go shopping again. Yeah. Like, I went yesterday. A lot of those sales aren't over. No, no, no. And then the Cyber Monday is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Cyber Monday's all online, though, right? That's why yeah, they call yeah. it Cyber Monday. Yeah, Cyber okay. Monday. I think like that's when I'm, I might get You know I need a laptop so bad. Yeah, you do. My laptop Dude, is so loud. Yesterday. I know the laptop I want's like a hundred dollars off too. Dude, just get a MacBook. No, nah, the MacBooks, I looked at them yesterday and my fingers are too fat for the little key. Look at the little keyboard on your thing. What? Look at how small that this is. This is like a bigger one. I wanted That's a the bigger smaller one? one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. You got like caveman hands? Yeah, like, like my fingers your literally fingers are fine on no, that. One of my fingers is fatter. No, I'm not putting freaking ET with your finger. <laughs> I'm, my finger is fatter than the whole like one Space key. Bar. Yeah, like I cannot physically hit one key yes, with how ch- fat my bring fingers your, are. Bring your hand no, here. you've made me write the outro on the show a couple times. Put your finger right on this key. That's what I'm saying. Look, I don't believe it. Is it is bigger than the L. Yeah, if you hold nobody, you don't type with a flat hand. You type like this with uh, your, no, the tips of your fingers. Not me. That's how I type. I type flat fingers. Okay, fingered. well, if you type with your palm, it probably isn't going to work. Well, I don't type with my palm. I type with flat fingers. Well, when you just you just rested your hand like, like flat. That's how I type. Yeah, like that. What? That's how I type. Dude, you're supposed to... Your fingers oh, are I'm like not, this. No, no, no. That's why you got uh, that's carpal you tunnel. Yeah, but that's why you can't type like properly. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, the that's MacBooks, why there's all these typos. The MacBook's the problem. Yeah, okay. It's not me. <laughs> That's why I write the, oh, pro- the post games on my phone last couple days here, how <laughs> bad these things have been. Oh, man. But you know what I did buy yesterday on what? Black Friday? This isn't a Black Friday special, but it's got me so excited for the rest of the day today. I got out. I got went to Costco, and I picked up one of those $15 big old smacks of shrimp. Ooh. Yeah, I got a $15 of shrimp waiting for me today to munch on all day. I got that, and I got spicy ketchup chips. Huge bag, hard, hard bite chips from... Uh, Costco. What else did I get? Mm. Ketchup. Was that a ketchup? Some of the butter chicken sauce from them. And uh, yeah, I'm ready. I got I got so much work to do. We'll probably get out of here. I got to go get some work going here. And you know, no, it's. I got to do some ads, some marketing. I got to write three three thousand word or three one thousand word articles. 
all of it's due tonight. So, and none of them are for Canucks Army. No, well, nothing's for Canucks. You know what I wrote about the Canucks on BCIT? <laughs> it's like I should, but it was just me just like getting all mad about the team. <laughs> and I was like, ah, whatever. Hey, like, you could have posted that on Canucks Army. No, I know, and it was like I actually had. I just tried like making it like having a lot of uh, just weird comparables to the. Uh, to the Canucks and yeah, it was uh, it was a fine article. Don't read it though, and yeah, it's on. I don't know, I'm not tell people, people where it is. Yeah, never mind. Don't read it. It's a it's a oh, it's a man. school project. I was like, you know, I can write. I was all pissed off. I was like, if I need a thousand word article, because I can do whatever I want for the article. I was like, I can write pretty quickly. A quick thousand words about the Canucks took me about ten minutes. There you go. Excellent. All right, we'll close it out there. Black Friday shopping. It was a lot of fun. And uh, this episode. Well, a quick little shop. You know what else I did earlier in the week? I went to the Christmas market. Okay. Did I say that on the pod last week? You or did. Last? Okay. Well, then never mind. Yeah. Shut her down. Did you? I, I don't know. Did. I feel like you did. Or maybe we talked about it all I missed air. the first period of the Canucks game because I was at the uh, Christmas market. No, I didn't. Much. I didn't miss anything at all. You know, I man, I tell you, <laughs> we better start getting some guests for tomorrow's show because three hours of Canucks talk is going to be tough on Sportsnet 650. We're going to need some callers, some texters. We're going to need a lot. We're going to need a lot of help getting through tomorrow's show, but it'll be fun regardless. So we'll close it out there for Chris Faber. My name is Dave Jolly. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks conversation. Thanks for listening to Canucks conversation delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim.